for all you happy-go-lucky people. Let's take it away, Joel. And we still have one more show. Who's the best show here? Tech Show! That's the best one yet. I am short. Pizza, pizza. That's kind of fucking weird, but okay. You were making it for young in the kitchen. I was in the dining room having sushi. It's a little thing tech show, and that's a fact. If you don't like the cast, you can stick it up your ass. Ain't no funny duddies that a link it bad. For the show link, go to record DLNTS. Download and I see channels a Linux link down there. Bound tech show. Just sit right there, cause the battle is just about to begin. Welcome to episode 1040 of the Link Sling Tech Show. On the show tonight, we have Joel. Good evening. We have Joe. Yep, I'm here. On leg day. And we have Dave. Howdy. On suppository day. <laughs> and uh, I'll take it yeah, away, Joel. every day. <laughs> yep. So, uh, I do do have uh, some tech stories, but I'm going to lead off with uh, an event um, that I've signed up for uh, upcoming. We talked about it in the pre-show for a bit. Uh, I'm going to be doing the Mammoth March around uh, in southeast Ohio around uh, Baroque State Park's lake. So, it's a 20-mile hike to be completed in eight hours to get my medal, so the finisher medal. So what's that? So, um, 2.5, 2.6 miles per hour? Something like that? Uh, something like that, yeah. Um, it, it to fit the 8 in, but I'll probably do between 3, 3.5, 3, 3, yeah. So I, I'm not going to push myself too hard. You can't always quit, but I obviously don't want to. I want to be successful, so I want to be training between now and August 3rd, which is when the event is. So, um, good shoes, lots of practice. Yeah, shoes. I'm probably gonna, something I pro- was thinking about. I was looking on their like her fac page that I'm probably gonna bring. Um, that I wouldn't have thought to bring is an extra pair of socks. Yes, yeah, um, so you can switch out halfway through or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, Maybe. and uh, there also definitely. just. A, a suggestion: um, Look up a product called Moleskin. Yes. <laughs> that way, if you do moleskin, get a blister yeah. or an open sore on your foot, you can slap it on there and cover it. Yep, I'm a well keep going. aware of that. Yeah, okay. I've hiked before. Yeah. Um, I'm also gonna probably buy some trekking poles too, just in case. Uh, they'd be nice to have, um, especially for some of the climbs. Just have the ambulance follow you the whole way. <laughs> well, see, that's the nice thing about this. It is an organized event. Um, they are. There's going to be aid stations along the way. I don't even really have to take food with me because uh, uh, the aid. There's water stations where we'll just have water, and there's going to be some aid stations which will have snacks, including things like sandwiches and apples and stuff like that. So um, I've got to, of course, probably bring my own stash of snacks in my bag. I'm going to have a pack with me. I'll probably um, – I may look at picking up another circle bottle because I really like um, my circle bottles. And that way I can swap – have uh, 
two bottles with me with wa of water. That way I don't have to refill, you know, uh, you know, I can refill both waters and I don't have to go too far without a lot of water, you know, um, cause beet staying hydrated is going to be important. Other things I'm going to need with me are probably, um, uh, I'm going to have some, um, well, insect another, repellent in sunblock. Another suggestion, instead of carrying water bottles, carry a camelback. That way the weight's just evenly distributed. Yeah, I thought That's about a good that. suggestion. Yeah, actually, um, I have a pack that I could probably use for the for this hike that has the accoutrements for that. So the back one, I, I'd I'd probably bring the bottle too, just in case. But uh, I I, I probably just need to go buy another bladder, uh, because I don't think I have mine anymore. <laughs> so. I'll have to double check. The one I have, uh, the pack I, I'm thinking of, I still have is a, a High Sierra pack that I've had for years. Whatever works, as long as it holds the water. It holds the water, and I want sternum strap on it, on it too. Uh, as short a hike as this is, well, it's not that short of a hike. It's 20 miles, but um, it's not like I'm packing a tent and shit like that, so I don't need a lot of storage. So. Yeah, Man, 20, battery bank. Twenty miles is a long way. I mean, I it I, is. I'm, I'm not in shape, but I used to be, and I, I've run a half right. marathon. I, I I can I used to be able to run twelve, thirteen, fourteen miles, and I've I've hiked, I backpacked twelve miles, but I've never walked right. 20, twenty miles in one day. I, I mean, right. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> granted, yep. granted, that was twenty plus years ago. The last yeah, time I yeah, did. Yeah. Right. But that's a right. lot. So like you see, said, and I have the damaged feet to prove it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you see, can damage them in that, that distance. <laughs> and that's the question. The question on on um, what kind of footwear am I going to bring? Um, I might go buy a specific pair of trail runners just because I might prefer that. Over, I have some hikers, um, but I may go with the trail runner instead because those will have the extra tread I may need on trail um, and be a little lighter on my feet. You know, I kind of prefer that kind of a lighter feel on my feet when I'm doing walk, walking long distances. Uh, I don't pro probably don't want to take my uh, new balances, which is my typical sneaker that I have. So I, I have high arches. I mean, very high arches and I, I have to wear neutral padded shoes when I run. I mean, right. really, really thick padding. Uh, anything that's, less than that, and I, I, I hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other when you, thing, when you, when you get up to that 230 to 250 or more range, you get this thing called fallen arches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like cool. That, and that's the other thing I was thinking of, too, is um, on my New Balances, I typically go with the extra wide uh, uh, width I'm not sure what my hikers are. I don't know if they're they're a D or if they're a extra wide. So I, I may uh, in my training I may try doing the hikers uh, for for a short hike. And I think I'm planning on doing like a um, at least on the weeks I don't have uh, on call. I may uh, do uh, doing longer hikes on a Saturday or something. Uh, as long as the weather's not complete shit. Um, and then also start doing uh, 
some hills on treadmill when I when which I have been doing, but just just to do that. Um, like, like I said, I I don't need to go the three point two. If I go, I figured if you do three point two miles per hour, if I can hold that or better, I'll finish well within within the eight hour. They don't time you, so they just want you to to go the distance. You know, so it's not like they're keeping track of who won, you know, or anything like that. Yeah. So, and that, and so it's not really, it's more of a personal competitive, personal uh, thing than it is anything else. So I may also see about, since the cell phone coverage may be limited, I may see about picking up a, uh, a handheld GPS just in case. Uh, um, Preferably one with some mapping on it, um, yeah, just in you're case. Walking, you're walking uh, on I have that. that. Yeah, it's a marked trail too. I mean, so they'll have yeah. mark, they'll have blazes or something that I can follow. So it's not going to be, yeah, not to mention factors. It, it's a big event. In fact, I think hey, I, I'm going to call them tomorrow just to make sure. But I think the lodge already is full up for the event because uh, they do have a lodge down there. Um, and then we're going to give you discounted rates. So what I may do is do um, a cabin if I can get a cabin. And failing if I can't get a cabin either, I'll I'll do a tent camp or um, maybe even just sleep in the back of my car. Uh, um, you got, you're going to want to take a uh, cold yeah. shower when you're done. <laughs> yeah. A, That's a, a yeah. lukewarm shower, not yeah. a cold shower. Right. Well, the thing is, though, is um, even if I, after I get through it, get enough rest, I can just jump in the car, drive home. It's only 90 minutes. So, I mean, it's not, it's not a big long distance to drive after I get through the hike. <laughs> That's he the says plan, that, and anyway. he falls we'll... asleep behind the wheel halfway home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always the option I could, that I can, uh, if I get too tired driving on the way home, that I could, uh, um. Walk the rest of the way home. Get a hotel room if I need, <laughs> if needed. Yeah. That's a little far. I've drove it before. I, I'm actually kind of anxious too, and hopefully some of the stuff uh, that when we were down, um, we camped down there in 2020, and so I know I know the area well. I know that, like I said, I know cell phone coverage is going to be limited, um, very limited. So. You know, I'll still have a power bank with me and my phone with me because you know makes sense. But but my plan is is to do the whole thing. I think I got at least one other friend that's gonna go and try hike with me. Um, I told him what my start time was, so hopefully if he does it, um, he'll get the uh, same start time, so we can have the same start time. I tried to get the first one, which is seven in the morning. Um, it was already a uh, completely booked on that one so but i'm excited never done anything like this before i think it'll be fun it should be fun that that sounds fun yeah yeah and i'll have my camera with me i may take my drone a little bit too although i would probably only fly the drone on brakes you know but i've got drone pictures already shot down there from our camp out when it, when we were down there in 2020 had my old drone with me then and I'll have my little drone with me this time 
What the hell is that? What the hell is that's, what? Oh, that, that's Joe's legs. Your legs. Oh, is it? I think they that's were a what little it is. shaky. I did my leg day on Monday. Oh. I well, I started my out full body with, tomorrow with some middleweight squats, so 290 pound squats. Okay. And then I moved on to 250 pound leg extensions for sets of 12, and then I dropped at 35, and then uh, another 12, gotcha. and then dropped at 35, and then another. And you think? 12 and then dropped at 45 and another 12 and dropped at 45 and another 12 and, and, and then I did um, single leg with just 45 until my legs started vibrating heavily alternating back right. and forth until you know I hated myself didn't take long to hate myself surprisingly <laughs> <laughs> It reminds me, one other thing I probably want to try and pick up before this is um, like a pair of, of those hiking pants with the zip-off legs. Um, not that, it, I mean, it'll be August, so it should be warm. Oh, um, Boy Scout I, pants. Yeah, kind of like those. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you look them up, um, I've they're had, usually called Boy Scout pants. Yeah, and a lot of them are, yeah. I've seen similar ones. Man, it should go but, without uh, saying. Don't don't wear a cotton t-shirt. That's bad news. Uh, just, <laughs> get get one of those. It's okay. Um, sweat wicking, yes. freaking, uh, sports. T-shirts. I have some of those. Yeah, that's what don't you wear a basketball wear. shirt I either. Can wear so that. Unless you really hate your nipples. Yeah, I can definitely yeah. wear that. <laughs> hate my nipples. Yeah, that's why I said cotton t-shirt. Yeah, don't don't wear a cotton t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind, I'm not running, so, but, you yeah, know. But, yeah. But, but if you're sweating, <laughs> you create weight, and that creates friction, and you definitely, don't want that. <laughs> definitely want to take, definitely going to take my sunglasses, definitely going to take uh, uh, rain, rain gear, because, you know, what happens if you don't take rain gear? You're going to get fucking rained on. <laughs> take really, really light rain gear. Yeah. When is this? Poncho. August. So. Get one of those fold-up freaking rain. Yeah, I've got one. I've got yeah, one. Yeah, you said August, and, then it, and my brain twitched, and then I remembered you're much farther north than I am, because you, you can barely convince yeah. me to go outside in August, let alone do a 20-mile <laughs> yeah. freaking hike. Not that I haven't well, it, done that. I have specifically right. done that, because, you know, I started basic training in, in, in August. Yeah, there is there is quite a bit of in overhead Oklahoma. uh overhead uh, cover in on the trail, so there's lots of trees and stuff. So it won't be too too bad, but I know it'll look, be warm. Look, Definitely. 120 in the shade is still 120. 20 in the shade, right? <laughs> yeah. 20. Yep. So um, yeah, we'll we'll uh have a. Not you know it'll be nothing I haven't done before uh, you know I've gone on hikes before I just haven't gone on hikes this long so um but, or at this age you know uh, uh, oh probably gonna grab a head 
I want to grab a headlight too, just in case it does go past. Which you know, if I run past the end, um, which I don't think I will, but I'm just gonna grab one anyway because it's a good idea to have one anyway. <laughs> so, I, I I have had friends I- invite me to um, half marathons, but no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd never do that. Like like a. It's like in my fitness group, we have like a group text that goes on through the week. Um, <laughs> and the, the one the one, guy, one guy that I'm pretty sure I might be able to get, get to go, um, who's one of the leaders of, the, of our group on, on Thursdays, he sends in there, he's going to do the Air, the, Air Force, um, the Air Force Marathon out at uh, Wright-Patterson. And I'm like, you go. You have fun. I ain't doing it. <laughs> well, I might look in to see if there's any 10Ks. 10Ks. 5 or 10, yeah. Yeah. I might now do that a I'm 10K. also down in my, I was say, now that I'm down in my weight and a little bit more comfortable, um, I'm probably going to actually dig my bike out and do some bike rides too. Um, yeah. Pump up but my the tires and all that. The temperature is finally not torturous anymore between atrociously hot or 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 way too cold. So I'm hoping well, for you it's probably perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right now it, it's kind of perfect. Yeah. I mean, I might not go tonight yeah. because yep. we'll we'll probably be on here past the time I like to go biking. But uh, it, it'll depend on a couple of things. But right. like tomorrow hey. night, I, I should definitely go. And then I got to convince my wife that she needs to poke me in the ribs more and 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 tell me to go biking more. <laughs> but I'm on vacation yep. this week. I, I was say, if I do have to do a, a a tent camp Friday night, I may um, invest in a a new tent. Uh, the one we used the last time we went camping, which happened a bit down at the same campground that I'd be at, um, was. Um, uh, the, the rain fly snapped the the pole on the rain pot rain fly snapped so i i kind of need to get a new one i'll probably look at one of those um easy one of those ones where basically you throw it out and it's up <laughs> oh. i don't necessarily have to have a really expensive one because it'll be august and probably not raining mm-hmm. so i fixed the laptop but, today that was fun. Ooh, cool. System seventy six, seventeen point three inch Kudu three. Doing the show from my uh, Raspberry Five today, but um, ooh, that's System seventy six, right? Yeah, System seventy six Kudu three, uh, seventeen inch. It had a well, it had a broken hinge, so a beast. And, uh, yeah, that thing is actually really hard to take apart far enough to work on that hinge because of where the um, ribbon cables are placed for the keyboard and the touchpad. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to take it apart far enough that I could move that upper section out of the way and, and get to that hinge to completely take it out because it had just seized up. And then I, I, I cleaned it with isopropyl, got it all scrubbed out real good, and started moving a little bit more. And I put some machine oil on it, and that got it moving a little bit more, but it was still a little bit tight. So, you know, I busted out the tools, 
and loosened it up just a touch. I might have right. loosened it up just a little bit too much, but I was hoping the other hinge would hold it well enough. Mm-hmm. And then it got it squeezed back in there. I had to glue yep. one of the screw mountings back into place and then replace a couple of uh, the hinge screws. But um, it, it seems to be holding up well. Um, I think it holds a charge, at least a small one. And, um, well, the touchpad, uh, according to Moss, um, never worked. So I'm not worried about that. But the hinge is fixed. Uh-huh. It's all sealed up. It's a usable laptop again. Uh, currently, it still has uh, Linux Mint on it. But I, even if... I, I don't know. I'm going to check and see if Moss wants me to send it back or if he wants me to find another use for it. And then... <clears throat> there you go. Well, if if he doesn't want it, I'm probably going to end up um, seeing if one of my kids want it. Because I, I have too many laptops as it is. I mean... And my 17-inch laptop is a gaming laptop with uh, better graphics instead of the integrated graphics. So, nice. I, I I'll keep that and find a use for this, or send it on somewhere, or something, depending on what Moss wants. Here you go. Did you see the uh, latest on the the Linux six point eight kernel? Did I see the latest on what? They. The latest on the six point. Well, it's not really latest so far as things in the, in the kernel, but they have now. Uh, it was a uh, six six point eight RC. Dave, is he cutting in and out for you, or is there something on my end? A, Just a little bit, but not bad. Too, Joe. It, it's yeah, you were cutting out for me too, but. Um, so is it me cutting in no, and out, or is it him cutting in and out? Dave. It's happening for you. Yeah, I'm not I hearing hear you're any cutting, cutting out, out with you, Joe. You're not hearing any cutting out me with me, too. but you're hearing it with Joel. Yeah, once or twice. Not a lot. Okay. So, Joel, it's on your end. It could be. But, no, Linux 6.85 was released, and there's now an official documented process for CV security and vulnerabilities. So that is a good thing, I think. Anybody? I think it's a good thing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's also, I think, it's an about time thing, maybe. (laughs) Because, let's face it, Linux is probably one of the most popular... Uh, operating systems out in the net today. Yeah, it's a little surprising that it's taking this long, really. But right, and that came from uh, Linus directly in the announcement. So uh, I guess Greg Kohorman was probably working on that. So good stuff. But like I said, I almost decided to try the show from the Raspberry Pi 5 because I was playing with that quite a bit in the last week, and I tried using it um, as a doing a lot of typical desktop-y kind of things, browsing the web and shit like that. And 
I'm very, very, very impressed with that board. It's very nice, especially since you get, you get, I have the 8 gig version of it. You've not noticed it being slow? Not that I can notice. Um, the only time maybe would be is if I, if I tried to push video like on YouTube instead of doing 1080p, which is really all I have to do on that because I don't have a 4K screen connected to it. Um, but if I tried doing a 4K stream, it would start drop frames and stuff. Um, if I went down like to two, like a one level below the 4K streams, it was uh, also fine. So, but the typical speed, the typical resolution I would usually stream at on a less than 1080p screen was perfect. So no problems there. Um, I haven't tried. To, I need do should try streaming from my MB, which is coming off of an MP3, uh, uh, MB3, Raspberry Pi 3. Um, I have a. I don't have any 4K videos on there, but I do have lots of 1080p videos from Blu-rays, um, and uh, those typically stream fine off the three. I don't think I need to upgrade that or switch switch that over to the four yet, because the four I'm not doing anything with my my four gig uh, four right now at the moment. Um, so we'll see. I I need to get another uh, keyboard. In mouse combo for for uh for that machine because um, I like I like I've got that one in a um the official uh, using the official uh, seven inch LCD that goes through the uh, LCD on top of the the Pi four so uh, I don't need a screen for the, that uh, but I do need to get a keyboard and mouse because I, I like using the the mouse keyboard I was using on it, I'm using it with the five right now. I like cleaned to, it up. I'd like to have a five. I, my four's just running octopi. My three's not running anything. Just just got Debian on it, but nothing else. But right. I got a zero. Um, that initially I thought it was dead, uh, but I played around with it a bit, and it's actually working. I just not haven't done anything with it yet. I don't want to put Octopi on it. If I do anything other than uh, Octopi, um, look, look, on... don't, don't, don't put Octopi on a zero. No. Well, it'll work. I have done it on an Octopi. You but... can, but usually camera sucks or the camera will cause the print to slow down. Right. I'm looking more towards Clipper though, and getting like a, one of the Sonic pads that they have for the Creality printers. Hmm. Those are not horribly priced. They're like, right around 150 to 180 depending on which one you get um, or where you order it from or the day of the week <laughs> but uh and those would uh, the way those are designed is, is that you'll build the the clipper form firmware for your printer and then the first first time you turn the printer on when it's plugged into that tablet it will flash the firmware over for Clipper and switch it away from the Creality delivered uh, firmware. Cool. So um, I'd watch some videos on that. I also watched some videos on uh, Inspire Therapy for uh, sleep apnea. 
I'm sorry, run that by me one more time. Inspire therapy. Yeah, inspire therapy for for if you have a moderate to severe sleep apnea. Um, it essentially is a way that you can get therapy to keep your airway open at night while you sleep without having to wear a CPAP machine. But like the surgical method where you get that yeah. electrical charge put in the back of your yep. throat? It's an implant, correct. Yep. Uh, your boyfriend will like it that you no longer have a gag reflex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny. No, I'm hilarious. Is, I know this. Funny. Yes, you are. Uh, I, I initially, when I first heard about it, I initially um, had a thought that you would be charging the the implant up when you put you have basically you get this handheld device that you hold over where the implant is to uh basically it just Bit of turns inductive it on. charging for no no it, it just turns it on there, oh there's already is it using the electrical the impulses implant. of the body or something i assume it's got a, re- a battery in it i mean maybe maybe there might be some inductive charge. Well, actually, it could be a capacitor when you think about it, because it only has to run for about eight hours. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, and it's not like it's sending a charge like every second. You know? It's not so, like a it's not like a tens unit implant. Then is it? I mean, it's not it's not any kind of shock you're going to feel, right? Well, it's just it's enough to, to cause the muscle to muscle contract. To contract. It's, right. A TENS unit also causes the muscle to contract, but you can turn those low enough that they really don't, you know, okay. feel like so, anything. Right. So you, so you right. can make your own if you can just stick a TENS pad back there. <laughs> <laughs> if you can cut yourself open, yeah. Well, it, it, it's actually three incisions. So there's one in, like, your neck. There's one, um, like, where the imp- actual implant goes, and then there's another kind of down by your rib cage, where they would um put they put a like a sensor there that detects when you breathe. Okay, that's kind of how it works. It is uh if I guess if that if that triggers, then it's going to deliver the shock to to whatever has to be shocked open. Now, now how, how bad is your sleep apnea? I mean, is it keeping you awake? Mine, is it depriving you of sleep, or is it keeping your wife awake? What's, what's it well, it doesn't keep me or her awake because we both have it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, if you if you didn't use the CPAP, if, if you didn't do um, anything, it's 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 not getting good sleep. Just not getting good sleep. Like if if for some reason I have an issue with my equipment or something, and I can't like say say I'm getting ready for bed and a strap breaks or something like that, and I don't have a spare, um, then uh. I, and I have to sleep without it, or like say I was someplace and didn't have the machine with me or something. When I wake up, I would have a splitting headache. Okay, so it's definitely quality of life. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's some things you can do to reduce that. Yes. To keep the headache from being as bad, and you know that's sleep sitting up. Don't let yourself fall all the way asleep. Just be mostly asleep. And that takes practice. But um, it, 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 you can do it. It's just not as restful as actual proper sleep. So I don't recommend doing exactly. it for more than a day or two. And exactly. I don't know. I, I don't have enough of a problem with my CPAP machine that I'd want to correct it surgically. But it might be something good for, like, my dad who just can't bring himself to use his CPAP right. machine. Right. 
Yeah, and that's really I mean, I I can survive without it, but I have things that I want to do um upon retirement. Like like I said, talking about uh this uh this hike here, eventually I would like to do overnight hikes. You know, I've seen um, I've seen a lot of those um like portable uh batteries. Yes. The giant like the big ones. I assume they're fairly heavy though, so it's a lot to carry. They are. But that would um, not be ideal, yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen them at fairly good prices. Yes. Yes, those ones would not be ideal, especially if you're taking your shelter and your right. food and all that other stuff with you. You know, you might have two or three days worth of food on your back. You don't want to necessarily have a a big heavy battery in there too. So, and right. they do make they do make a smaller um, machines that are designed to run off of maybe even smaller batteries. Like right. they have one that's they have one that's about the size of a soda can. But um, for, in my case, I'm on a BiPAP, so it, when I Instead of just blowing air in, it's doing both. All right, so both directions, both in and out, okay? So most of those portable ones can't do that, okay? Mm. So um, the, so the ideally, something like this would be better, you know, because that I'm sure the handheld unit probably will last more than a day on a charge, and I don't think it's, like, plugged in. When you're doing it, it's basically just enough just to kick that thing on. And then in the morning, you do the same thing. You turn it off. All right. So be a lot more portable and a lot more convenient for doing a long distance hike. So, you know, uh, um, the, the, the key. Uh, How long yes, do the implants last? It's a good question. I don't know that yet. I haven't I haven't looked that far into it yet. Because okay. I think the, my next stage is going to be calling Aetna, my insurance company. And there, because that's the key there. Now, a lot of it didn't initially used to be covered by it, but they will cover it now. But it's going to be based on your BMI. Okay. So, uh, my BMI would probably be too high, um, even with my recent weight loss, until I get around 275 or so, I think. Um, but that's not every insurance plan is the same. Some insurance plans might cover it for where I'm at, so it just depends. So it's worth it's worth asking the doctor about it, and worth me checking with the insurance about it. So my wife is like not exactly too keen on me going under the knife or something like this, but you know, for me, it's just not wanting to deal with the stupid hose and stuff, you know. But if I have to, I will. You know, and I just won't be able to do. I, I'll I'll still be able to do those kind of long distance hikes and stuff. I just have to plan better for it. You know, maybe have my wife go go behind me with an RV. You know, so that when when uh I get to my stop point, we can set up a campsite and uh I can sleep with the uh, electric and all that stuff. So you know, but. Have you adjusted Not, your eating habits yet? Oh, I've been doing. I have been there. I mean, I've 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 lost I lost thirty five pounds in the last ninety days. Hmm. Uh, that's mostly with that. I mean, I'm not I'm not working out so much that I would lose weight from just the amount of weight I'm expending. Um, but um, like 
good cut back on the calories. Oh, of... absolutely, absolutely. You know, like a. Um... Ooh, I had a delicious. I had a delicious Monte Cristo today. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds quite calorific. Tasty. No, 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 no. That's the um, one with powdered sugar on it. It depends on how you make it. Yeah, uh, I, could, I prefer I mine a little bit more savory, so I, I do powdered garlic instead. Okay. I, I might That's could, interesting. I might could eat that, but the, the sugar on meat, nah, no thanks. No. Well, <laughs> look, I, I eat French toast almost like you know every day, so um, I wanted the extra protein from the eggs, but uh, instead of the, the vanilla and the um, powdered sugar, I just went for powdered garlic. Okay. Well, that's like like um, for breakfast this morning, I had uh, two eggs, um, and while I was doing it in my cast iron, um, I had I I scrambled them with a tiny bit of milk, some hot sauce, and some black pepper. Um, oh, like and this then morning. I threw. Okay. Well, then Finish. I I was gonna say then I threw in a handful, of, like uh, probably about a cup of baby spinach. And mm-hmm. uh, then, then I topped it up with uh, like a little bit of a uh, Parmesan cheese, and that was delicious and relatively low calories, calories too, and lots of protein because of those eggs. But there's only two eggs. Well, like for me for breakfast, I I had like I was saying French toast, but um, you know, I had right. all it is is um. Oh. Some, what, a cup of egg whites, and then um, <clears throat> some, uh, I didn't use vanilla, I used um, skinny syrup, and it was, what, uh, sugar cookie flavored? Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. And then, um, what, six cinnamon, and then, you know, four slices of 60 calorie bread, and... Cook it up and eat it. It's delicious. Toss some sugar-free syrup on there. I have some uh, protein pancakes in the freezer downstairs. Those are yeah. good. Depends on how you make them. Yep. Uh, they're frozen, oh. so I make them in the microwave. <laughs> and, and... Still there, Joe? Yeah, I'm still here. I've been okay. having Oreo smoothies every night for the last like four or five days, and oh my gosh, um, Lily's. I don't know if you know the the chocolate company Lily's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they make you know, all their stuff. I guess is sugar free or less sugar, sweet life, and they have this uh, cookies and cream white chocolate style uh, bar that I was able to get on clearance. Like nobody wanted them for some reason. And, um, so, you know, one serving of that with one serving of Oreos with one serving protein powder throw for that one. I throw in a little bit of vanilla cause I want that extra vanilla flavor in there and then toss in some ice and a cup of milk. Um, and then, well, a couple of the nights I put in yogurt, a couple of the nights I didn't yogurt really makes it a lot smoother. Um, but you toss that in your blender, and you blend you the piss out of it, and oh my god, it is delicious. It's delicious. Yep. Now, I'm pissed at myself in that uh, I have a like probably about three or four times a week I'll do um, uh, 
had that organic, uh, organic, that's the name of it, Not which I suppose it's also organic too, but a chocolate uh, protein powder. Well, one day I was fixing it in the morning, I, and I saw on the package, it says... How in the hell is, do you make organic freaking protein powder? Chocolate organic know. protein powder. I don't know. That's just that makes the name zero of it. sense. I know. But, um, oh, plant-based protein, but... Um, you sure it's not made from organs? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, you but, said it, it, it was it was called shut organ. Up. Shut up. Let me talk. Yeah. So, um, so okay. uh, no, uh, um, I'm sitting here fixing it one morning, and then I noticed I I was only putting one scoop in, thinking that was one serving. No, the serving is two scoops, and I'm like. You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> I'm like, so I start putting two scoops in, and I'm like, because I'm counting it too. I'm like counting it like it's the one serving, and it's like, oh man, this morning, uh, was it this morning? Uh, this morning I did the eggs. The other morning, it was yesterday morning. I did um, coffee with that, the cold brew coffee. It was delicious. But uh. I got two food stories, but uh, I'm not on a diet, but I should be. So just take that with a grain of salt. Uh, William Post died. William Post died. The the Pop Tart guy. The Pop Tart guy. And the day he died, I actually uh, bought a box of cookies and cream Pop Tarts and had had four out of six of them in a 24 hour period. That was good. But uh, <laughs> uh, three, two or three weeks ago, I had the first fresh egg I'd ever eaten in my life. I've always gotten store-bought eggs. I'd, I'd never had, you know, a, the availability of fresh eggs, but my neighbor has started giving me eggs, and they're awesome. I, I don't think I can eat a store-bought egg anymore. <laughs> I've had them before. Uh, this morning I had a uh, bologna egg and cheese sandwich with this huge fresh egg it was it was just took it up a notch i i I, i've lived on a farm before and we had chickens so i i I do know what you're talking about but that's been a long time and and trying to get fresh eggs around here i don't i don't feel like selling my firstborn or you know yeah getting a second mortgage yeah so well it's got me thinking i need to get chickens <laughs> uh, if my HOA you know. allowed it, I, I've considered it. Yeah, I, I, I've I've got the land. I, I'm retired. I, I think I just need to get some chickens sometime in the, the next two, two or three years. Yeah, chickens are the easiest thing in the world. You put them up a coop. You give them someplace warm to get into. You get a dog that doesn't mind chickens, and it keeps the critters that kill chickens away and, yeah. and you throw some feed out there once a day and then they do their thing. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to have to do this. I've got the overalls. I've got a grandson. As soon as he can start walking, I think I can. He's got overalls. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd pay the money to see Dave in overalls. Oh yeah. I got, <laughs> I got, since I retired, I got some overalls. <laughs> got two pair actually. <laughs> That's the I I link to the powder that I've been I've been uh, not not an everyday thing when when I have when I need a quick uh, breakfast that's what I'll do. I, I've I, I've had that brand before when it was also on clearance, but they're not terrible. They're not terrible. I get it at Sam's Club. Um, it's relatively affordable, you know. 
I want to try some of their other flavors. Like they have a chocolate uh, and salted caramel flavor. I'm like, ooh, or chocolate peanut it, butter one. I've gotten it at TJ Maxx, and I uh, believe I've gotten it at Tuesday morning before they went out of business. Uh to look here. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. It's a little chalky. Chocolate caramel sea salt, which that sounds delicious. Yeah, or they have an other one there too. They do, they do. I'm gonna have to check that out. Cause I got one of them. Uh, I got the. Um, I need a. Uh, I well, when we moved, I, I got rid of our uh, full size blender. Uh, and I did get a um, uh, one of the mag- the bullet ones, you know, which is basically got has the uh, I know smoothie glass. Yeah, so that's what I have. But I need to get a bigger one for when I want to do other stuff like like a uh, like. Um, did you get a ninja? Did you get a ninja? Yeah, yeah. The protein source of this organic stuff is uh, pea and brown rice. Yeah. Yeah, it's stuff like that. It's not, yeah, it's all plant-based protein. Well, that's what I'll do. Like, like I'll do that, like, before I head to the gym in the morning. I'll make that up, and, and I'll take my meds in the morning with it. Is there a particular reason you go with the, the vegetarian um, protein powders? It's just what Sam's Club had. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, no, I understand I mean, that. They, I was just making sure there wasn't yeah. you know, some other reason it's easier on your stomach. No, I'm not or... vegan. I'm not vegan. No, in fact, well, 90% of the people, time I'll do it with milk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I mean. some, some people go with the um, vegan options for their protein powder just because mm-hmm. it's easier on their stomachs. Right. I think, I think, I think mine is the one because they have two versions of the chocolate one. They have one with the uh, protein and the greens. And then they have one um, that doesn't have that. I think I have the one that doesn't have. Yeah, the it so- sounds like you got the um, the uh, bean one, and you can also get a hemp right. protein, and those yep. are okay. Yeah, they got a superfood superfood version of of what they call a superfood version of the chocolate one. Which I don't know what the superfoods are <laughs> that's in it because there's uh, many of different ones. Like, yeah, a lot I of guess, garbage gets called superfood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kale. Uh, you got uh, goji berry, quinoa, flaxseed, <laughs> edamame. Oh. Edamame's tasty. I love edamame, and it's high protein. Mm-hmm. Amaranth. Apple pulp. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm literally reading the, the ingredients off of this thing. It, this also, oh, the, the superfood one also has cinnamon and chia. Well, cinnamon, cinnamon is supposed to be good for you. Um, it is. Chai has um, a, a lot of healthy fats. So... Just like uh, avocados, which I love avocados. Yeah, the problem with um, avocados, and don't get me wrong, avocados, it's good to have the occasional avocado, but they are high calorie. Yeah, they can be, yeah. 
Now, more news on the Raspberry Pi front. I don't know if either of you heard of the Argon One cases. Nope. For the Raspberry Pis, um, they're uh, the nice thing about they they uh, actually uh, on the previous those, version they, they are, finally got. Hold a, on, let me make sure go that ahead. I got the right one here. Those are the ones where it, the case is designed to hold the hat and the M.2, and it has its own cooling, and it's got the breakout board for the full two full-size HDMI and the um, power supply. I do believe that's correct. Okay. Yeah. They've finally been released for, for the, the Pi 5. Um, in the past versions, they simply uh, had like a daughter board that would plug in and like do all that with the expansion and move all the ports to the back. And then it has a, a, a magnetic a, a panel that covers the GPIO pins that's held on by magnets, magnets. so that you can yeah. pop okay, that, that off. Right yeah. one. So it's by far one of the nicer cases I've seen for the Raspberry Pi 5. Um, I don't think I'm going to buy one because i got a case already. Um, uh, and I might be looking. There are other probably going to be other cases uh, that can accommodate the uh, M2 boards. Plus, there's a there's a M2 one um, I think I shared amongst the group before that had uh, two slots for M2 drives. Instead of just one, so. I think so that's I think I, it comes with I, that case you were talking about. Mm, if you buy the case, I kit. don't think it. Maybe I have to look and see. Yeah. But yeah, that it's an interesting case. I think there's going to be, especially with with this new board, since it's got the ability to tie in boards to add. Ability to have M2 drives on them. Uh, that's gonna, there's going to be a whole host of different different cases and stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if I wouldn't see some way uh, somebody come out with a board that will let you load up standard PCI cards with it too. Although it would only be it only be one lane though. You know what you're going to do with this Raspberry Pi Five yet? Well, right now it's basically a, a secondary computer got sit next to a, a my gaming laptop right now, so that's now, where it's at right now. I, I misspoke earlier. I said I'm not doing anything with my Raspberry Pi three. I, I forgot I'm running Nagios on it. So, oh, there you go. Nagios, that's your monitoring for your network. Yeah, and uh, I got a cool Linux saves this day story. Uh, Ooh. My uh, oldest daughter, I think I told you last week, she got a uh, Amazon Fire Generation 7 tablet. on. I'm on, sorry. On, I know, on Woot for like $29, and it lasted two That's days. That's all it's worth. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all it's worth, dude. Yeah, it, she found that out. Anyway, I returned it for her last – I sent it back UPS last Wednesday. And uh, her, my son-in-law, her husband, got her an iPad. And she's been like logging in with my her younger sister's uh, – kindle login and reading the books that she has but she, she, she's got she's got a kindle app on there and i said well i can put you know if you get when she had the fire i said i can i can load your kindle up with any books you want on it i can sideload them and uh anyway she's gonna take me up on that then she got an ipad and 
best as I can tell, the only way you can get books on a Kindle app on an iPad is via iTunes and Windows. But uh, I no. well, no. the way I did it was I Calibre has a built-in server. Yeah, that's which what I, I was don't use, ask. Yeah, I don't use that. I use the Calibre web server. There's the Calibre server, and then there's the Calibre dash web server, which is a, a it's like the same thing. It uses the same database. It's just a little fancier. And uh, that worked perfect. And just you know, yeah. from, from you might also that. you might also be able to do it with uh, audio bookshelf because it takes ebooks. Oh, really? So I, I'm yeah, running yeah. I'm running audio bookshelf, but I'm also running Calibre Web, probably redundantly. I didn't know it did both. Now, yeah, I don't the, I, think I I don't use it to read audiobooks or uh, um, right. or read um, ebooks. Uh, okay. I use it to bring the ebooks onto my phone, and then I have a reader that does it. Okay. Right. Well, I, I, I've got a Kindle myself, and I, I, I like to read. You know, sometimes I like to read, sometimes I like to listen. So I use the Calibre web right. just, for, just for my Kindle. So, but it worked, right. like, it worked real good on her iPad. But I'd have to check because I'm pretty sure it does have, you know, the ability for you to sit there and read on audiobook. I was going to say, now, okay. now, now the, Kindle, the books that, that you loaded on here were these actual books from the Kindle store because you can. You're going to make me them. answer that question. Yes. <laughs> no, no, they're not. <laughs> okay, that explains it more. Yeah. Because uh, I, because I, I have, I have many Kindle books because I had an original Kindle. In fact, I still have that Kindle. Uh, actually, I got not the original one, but I have uh, the touchscreen version. One of the first ones they brought out with the touchscreen, uh, the e-ink version. Yeah. I also have a Fire tablet that i got for free for some other thing which that's all it's worth it's free because it yeah, performs it's like shit yeah. yeah it's garbage um but uh the only thing you can't do in the kindle app is buy the book okay you can download them if it's already in your library you can download them so i get around it by just firing up my Android phone or even go go into a web browser and say, I want to buy the book. And then I just open up the app on, on my iPad, download the book. So in fact, I got, I got a book on there right now that I haven't even started reading yet. Uh, the sequel to flight of the intruder. Yeah. I get, I, need it, I get around in a similar way. It just doesn't involve money. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Plus, you know, I had all those uh, dot lib books. From back when or, I had a Dell Axum X51V. Dot, wait, dot lib, or I'm trying to remember, what was the... Uh, that, that was the Microsoft version. Was it the reader format? I thought it was yeah. dot, um, something else. Um, I'm pretty sure it was dot lib. I might be wrong. It's been a while, and I've converted them a bajillion times. But I've got a huge library that had to be converted, so... Well, Calibre has a really good, you know, yeah. ebook e- e- reader, you know, built into it. But uh, I tried out one today called EPY, which is a fork of EPR, and they're console okay. based. They're console based e- EPUB readers, and uh, they're they're pretty good. Okay. Microsoft Reader was dot lit. Dot lit. Okay. Not dot. That's yeah. dot, dot lit. lit. Yes. Yeah. That's Microsoft compressed HTML. Help for it. It was based on the help format. Oh my god! No wonder it didn't wasn't a success. Because let's face it, 
the help format for the help the files. The reason on it Windows wasn't a success is, is because Windows Mobile wasn't a success. Windows Mobile that too, that after too. six point five was a fucking joke. Excuse my language. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I had I had a uh, let's see how many of those things did I have? I had uh, my first one was the Casio EM five hundred. I think it was that. It was the one that Casio made that had the colored, uh, different colored uh, faces on them. I had that one. I had the uh, IPAC 5455, which was my favorite one. I I had my Dell um, Axum X51V. I used the piss out of that thing. Yeah. And and it just kept going and going. I had a rhino skin for it. Mm -hmm. That thing just survived. I mean, I had it set up so you could make Skype calls on it. It it was better than my smartphone at the time. Oh, yeah. It basically it looked like a full-on desktop. Didn't have you know the the whole mm. mobile crap. You just adjusted right. the scaling on it, and then you had this entire back catalog of applications. You did all the way from yep. like Windows Mobile 1.0 all the way up to 6.5. A friend of that mine just had running. that one too. He loved it. Um, oh, it was great. Then my last one was the 4355 uh, iPad, which had the uh, keyboard. On the bottom of it, the BlackBerry like keyboard. Um, I loved that one, but uh, you know, again, you know, it was the one I wanted, really wanted to get, never got, was the last iPad I made, which was the HX uh, four. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, It was yeah, the HP. uh, Once they bought Compaq, uh, they kind of got wild with the names of these things. (laughs) But the last one they ever made. had a 640 by 480 screen, which was huge compared to, I think normally they were what 240 by 320, I think. Um, and it also had a not not just a D pad on the bottom, but it was a it was also a touch pad. So um, and it was really nice looking. It had a magnesium casing on it. Um, never did get one of those, but. I also kind of wanted the Palm Life Drive, and I never got that either. That was a Palm they had uh, they had a four gigabyte uh, hard drive, uh, micro drive on it. Back when micro drives were a thing. Now, now no, I, no, now, the, the Dell Axum, you you could put the um, what, what, yeah. what were those larger discs called? The compact flash, I compact flash. That was it. Right, and you could get a huge compact flash drive and put it. Yeah, in there. they had. Yep, they had a gigabyte um uh micro drives that you can put in that slot yeah and then um you know also next to the compact flash slot had a slot for a full-size uh sd card so yep you could put a lot of storage on that thing and and you know i i did but um i used it for ebooks i used it for audiobooks i used it for for skype uh i i i just I lived on that thing for a while, especially while yep. I was working the the overnights. At... I had the first pocket PC that had Wi-Fi on it. That was the Toshiba E740. Yeah, I think that's when I stopped using it. Um, and there you um, went. That thing running was on, like, WEP. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that that very bad version of Internet Exploder. 
Yeah, but yeah, you could make Chrome load on it. But yeah, I um I try to remember if I used the pocket PC to stream this show. I know I used my uh no internet tablets that I had. In fact, I still got I got an uh, I've got two N810s right now. Although mm. one of them is one of them is missing the uh the stylus. But I love the and Nokia N810 and Mamo was just so fun and so much so much disappointment when Nokia decided to stop making them. I always thought it could be be as good as Android is today. Dave, you had the what the N eight hundred, didn't you? Yeah, it was it was a it was a little slow. It was <laughs> when you when you compare it to any modern cell phone of the day. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes. So, but it was still fun. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, you could do I, a lot. Yes, yeah, she. Yes, yeah, she could. Yes, yeah, she could. Yep. It was always fun. But yeah, I think I still have it in a drawer somewhere. I mean, by the time I got done using it, it had like no resale value. Right. Um, the Axiom? Yeah. Yeah, I saw one on eBay just a second ago for $49. Yeah. 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 Marcus, Marcus stuff could have, you know, they, they really screwed. They, it's like when they started to go to. Brand it Windows Phone Phone Seven Seven Phone whatever it was. I mean, the last few well, names of that operating system was horrible. No, because they did seven and seven point five, and they weren't too bad. Right. They were kind of iterative on 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 six point five, but they did start putting in the um, the different uh, interface, but it didn't get nasty until eight. Like Windows right. Mobile 8, which was a them attempting to clone Windows 8, and it sucked. <laughs> now, they yeah. had gone, like, full Metro at that point. Like, that whole Metro design that you saw in, in the later models. Right. They still had a very left-right type of slide situation, but it still sucked. There was one that HT and that when HTC actually made decent devices, and now they're kind of nowhere. Yeah, I mean they made the H HTC HD two, which was a, a good device, and then the HD seven was an okay device, and then everything after the HD seven wasn't worth mentioning. Yeah, but before that they also had one of the blackberry style ones oh gosh mm -hmm. what was it called and that well, ran windows well, they, that one ran windows and it was kind of awesome well the hd2 originally ran windows as well but you could put well, you android also on had, you also had the htc advantage which was the like um came with the keyboard and would would be like a mini laptop almost That one, yeah. that was a really cool one, one I always wanted but never could afford. Back then, anyway. 
it's it's like um I'm starting to get the itch to want to replace my uh, Pixel Six Pro, but I definitely want to wait till the uh, Pixel Nine uh, series launches. Or the fold. I, I, I got to see what the fold one looks like. I'm trying to remember what that one HTC was. Uh, Do I remember they used to have it in the TV show um, Leverage? Could it be the one with it? The one that had, they had a, one of their first Android phones had a, like a. It was a Windows phone. It was a Windows, it was a Windows phone. Oh, Windows phone. I'm sorry. It um, kind of looked like a BlackBerry, but it ha- it was running Windows. Running Windows. It was from HTC. I don't remember. I don't was it the Dash? The HTC Dash? Dash? Could be. Dash and Dash 2. Yes, that's it. HTC Dash. and the, Also called the HTC Excalibur. But it was the Dash okay, yeah, from yeah, yeah, T-Mobile. Yeah, I remember. That's when they started getting weird with it. That was a great little device, too. But um, that was one of the first phones that didn't have a 3.5 millimeter jack, and you had to have um, a a mini adapter in order to be able to hook up a headset to it. Well, that's like what they did with the G1, um, which was the first Android phone um, that had uh, you could use a mini to charge it and to connect it to a computer. But for for to get uh, headphones, you had to have uh, their special proprietary HTC port. I remember something like that. But I had the Dash. There was a um, GPS called the Dash. I had that for a little while. That was really cool because they actually had a, a built-in cellular connection on it. Um, and it was based on the, um, I think it was the same operating, it was based on OpenMoco. That's what it was based on. The nice thing was they had like, uh, weather alerts and stuff in the GPS itself. That was a really cool GPS back in the day. Yeah, I don't even think you can get these HTC dashes to work on any networks anymore. Uh, I'm trying to think, are there, they're GSM... They only edge. go up to 3G. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite 3G, actually. Edge wasn't 3G. Uh, it was fake 3G. They did yeah. make a T Mobile Dash 3G. Like, specifically, it says T Mobile Dash 3G. But if it was Edge, then yeah, it was the fake 3G. Yeah. Which I had. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at, which is also nicknamed the Excalibur. Yeah. If it wasn't on T-Mobile, it was the Excalibur, and then on T-Mobile, it was the Dash. That's right. Back then, I had like the NV, the NV2 for my phone. That's one of the messaging-specific phones that had the full keyboard on it. Yeah, and that's too cheap to go smartphone then. (laughs) It looks like it came with Windows Mobile 6.1. Oh, no, it came with 5.0, but you could upgrade to Mm 6.1. And it was Edge. Yeah, my first smartphone was technically the G1. 
My first smartphone, if I remember right, was the Fold 2, which was a complete and total piece of crap that turned me away from Samsung for a very long time. I think my next one after that was the S3. In fact, I still have my G1. It's in a drawer somewhere. I had the G1. I had the Droid 2. I think I think I had the Droid 2 as my first. Yeah, the Droid 2 was a great phone. Um, I also had... Um, let's see. The Note 3. The Note 10 Plus. In fact, I raffled off the Note 3, if I remember right. Um, no, not Note 3. Um, Note 2. That was the Note 2 I raffled off. Um, because that's one of the one I got. Uh, when Ting sent me a phone, uh, we got a sponsorship for the show from Ting, which I don't even know if they exist anymore. Let's see. I'm trying to bring up. The- their old website. <laughs> oh, they still exist. But now they sell fiber net internet. <laughs> Let me see. I had the the Behold 2. I had the the Dash. I had the um, S3 and um, the Note 3. And the S7, the Note 10 Plus, and now the S24 Ultra. I'm trying to remember the first 4G one I had. I think that would have been, for me, the what, the S7. Maybe the Note 3. Note 3 might have been 4G. I'm trying to was it the, the, I didn't have the Thunderbolt, I don't think. I had one of those. I had a Droid Max, I think, as well. Oh, and I forgot. I had two or three of the um, HTC HD2s, but I never had the HTC HD7 because the HD2 was the most hackable um, phone ever, so you could put any operating system on there. I mean, it came with Windows, but you could either upgrade the version of Windows or you could switch it over to Android, which is what I did. I, I switched it over to Android. So, yeah, the Note 3 did have 4G. Yeah, it did. That one I know for sure had it, yep. Let's see if the S3 had it. Okay, was it? I'm trying to remember if I had the the Thunderbolt was Verizon's first 4G phone. And I think I might have had that. That's the one that had a it had a um, stand building in the back of it. That's the first one I rooted, I think, was the Thunderbolt. I don't think I rooted the Droid Max, but. I'm trying to remember. Was it, 
Well, I may not have. I might have had a. I might have had um, T-Mobile's version of it. I mean, there was a one guy who wrote for um, for Gear Diary when I was there. He won a a package that sent us. They sent our whole team an HTC phone of some sort. I can't remember what it was, uh, and a hotspot from T-Mobile. And it came with a year of service for free. And I'm trying to remember what version of that phone it was. I don't remember. I'm getting CRS now. Can't remember stuff. But I know, like, um, I had the Note 3, the Note Plus, um... And I know the Droid 2 was was the one I switched to after I temporarily moved my line over to T-Mobile because I got the phone for free. That was when I had the G1. But I, I did get to review the Palm Centro, which is one of the last uh, Palm phones I ever used. All I remember was right before Android came out, everyone was trying to get um, a Linux device going yeah. with cell phone connections. You know, they had uh, open or PDAs. There was Open Moco, which I did get to try. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I haven't found a daily use uh, phone version of Linux, and I've looked. I think the closest you got right now is the Pine Phone. Well, I have a, a Pine Phone, but I'm saying the operating system. Right, right, right. One that was actually usable for making freaking phone calls. Yeah. See, and I can't even think of why why I'd want the Pine Phone right now, especially since it's so mid with a with its uh, specs right now. If there were a worthwhile Linux mobile operating system, I'd be more excited. But there's not. Yep. Not even Ubuntu Touch. <laughs> I agree. I lo I loaded that on my uh, my Nexus Seven tablet. Look, I I, I it, the 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 one I found closest was Manjaro. Yeah. But I can't reliably receive phone calls. I can't reliably send text messages or receive text messages. Why would I want to use it? Agreed, man.
I know one thing that the uh, sales that uh, Google's doing on uh, some of the Pixel phones has me really thinking about upgrading now and just paying outright for the phone. Oh, I found out something else that sucks quite a bit. Um, I have an oil leak on my Buick, so I, 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 I took. Yeah, I took it by to you know find out how much it was going to be. I did this a, a while ago, and they're like, uh, "Well, you have an oil leak around the uh, valve cover, um, so you Uh-oh. need a new um, um, valve cover gasket." Oh, okay, fine. That one's not too difficult, but uh, we're going to need to check the rest of the vehicle to make sure that there aren't other oil leaks because sometimes when you replace the one. Another one will pop up because the pressure switches to another spot. And so we need more time. So, you know, I come back when I have time, you know, on my vacation. So just the other day. And uh, I let them take a look at it. And they say, well, there's also an oil leak around the uh, oil pan. And if we fix the one around the valve cover gasket, then it's just going to get worse around the oil pan. So you need to do both of them at the same time. But the problem is, um, in order to do the one on the oil pan, you have to pull the motor. So um, uh... the price they quoted me to do both was between five and 6000 Wow. Damn. And I... Huh? This is a, a 2002 with 100,000 miles on it. Uh, Just crossed yeah, 100,000. Yeah, it's probably not worth that. It's probably not. I, I'm still, I still was debating it, but we'll get to that in, in, in just a second. Now, it, I think or pull the entire motor to do the oil pan, but okay, that's how he wants to do it. But I seem to remember, and granted, you know, I, it's been a long time since I was a kid, but you used to be able to get, like, a full motor rebuild for, like, two grand. Yeah. <laughs> right. That and was... now you're talking about replacing two gaskets for five grand. Well, it changes in 30 years, don't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, right. In... Well, here's the other thing to think of. is It's paid for, right? Exactly. exactly. This is where I was going to get to with the next part. So even looking at, like, used cars, I could get a used car for, like, $4,000, $5,000 um, and just pay cash, whatever, or finance. I don't care. But um, at four or $5,000, I get a used car. What problems is it going to have? Is it going to have the same issue in 20,000 miles? So, but still, you know, um, a, 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 a slightly newer, less used car I could get for maybe 12, 13,000. And then I would have to finance yeah, I would have to finance, and um, I wouldn't have as many problems, but then again, I'm paying out $12,000 instead of $6,000. So that's why I was still considering just having my car fixed, but I don't know. And I've had two people, my wife and my dad, suggest to me that I could get lower monthly payments if I bought a new car, like a new, new car. 
and you know five to seven year payments um twenty to forty thousand dollars and um if I also made the suggestion that I could potentially go electric just because then I wouldn't need to pay for gas and I could charge it up at work for free. But I don't know how good an idea idea that is because I expect those batteries not to last more than seven years. And if I'm looking at, you know, paying it off in five to seven years, that means there's not a whole lot of time until it would be fucked. After it's paid off. <laughs> Bless me. I... Is, it, is this a car that you just tried to work? Is that all it is? Yeah. I'm not taking this thing across the country, mostly because, you know, it wouldn't survive. Okay, right. So, if you didn't look at... Um, no, technically... A full technically, electric... Technically, I'm the third owner of this vehicle, title-wise. Right. But really, I'm the only person that's driven it since it was practically brand new, other than my wife a couple of times and her grandma a couple of times. Because her grandma was the original owner, but she really didn't drive it. So, most of this 100,000 miles that's on this car was put on there by me. So, what I'm thinking here, though, is electric... It's going to depend. I mean, if you did look at electric, what what electrics would you look at, though? I don't know. I sure as shit wouldn't get a Tesla because of all the recalls that they recently had. I haven't done a whole lot of research on electric vehicles, but... um... Okay. Technically, the uh, quote-unquote recalls on Tesla have been software updates, but that's besides the point. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, um, but... Okay, so I know um, Chevy is backed off on their Bolt. Um, I don't know if they still make the Volt or not. And I was... Yeah, the Volt seems like okay. And I know that there are some of those out there still, but I don't know if there's new ones. But I was really hoping to put off the electric vehicle purchase until batteries got standardized when... The right. EU forces these car companies to standardize the battery because you know that's not going to happen well, in the U.S. Right. Well, uh, one thing did happen in the U.S. is the NAC standard has been set, and that's the, essentially the Tesla port is what mm. the, the new standard is. And any the, port, the charging port, the, which 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 is great, charge port, which is great. But still ha- okay, yeah. Replacement batteries. I, I don't want to get stuck, you know, getting this vehicle mostly paid off and then needing to crap another $20,000 for a battery. You're right, 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 right. Yeah, because I know the life's going to be different with a hybrid. I mean, I, the, only, the only thing I can speak of is the Prius I have, which is 13 years old. Right, uh, but the, the hybrid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the hybrids, um, you know, the, there's an electric generator. Yeah. Oh, well, there's right. you know, there's a gas-powered generator that, that fills the battery that operates the vehicle. So, does it use less gas? Uh, yeah. It's going to depend on which one you get. I mean, yeah. you know, I that's mean, the I, thing. I was getting 55 miles a gallon when it was new. I'm getting that's like, pretty damn good. I'm getting like 42 yeah. now. 
That's right. still really damn good. Yeah, yeah, it is. But yep. um, that battery, when it goes, is it a twenty thousand dollar battery to replace it? I don't think so. I think it's more like six or eight. Now that that was five or six years ago. It could be more now. But that's I still mean, a lot of money to to, yeah. to crap to. But I've got right. almost two hundred thousand miles on it, and the only thing that's this—I mean, the brake actuator wore out, so I, I have no analog brakes. But that's a three thousand dollar fix, and I'm not willing to to to, to do right, right. now. <laughs> right. Just tap them right. once, you know. <laughs> people, well, people then drove it, without analog brakes for years. <laughs> and I don't know if there's any of them left, but I know um, BMW had the i3, uh, you know, Rex model, which essentially had a like like a two-cylinder engine or something. It wasn't so, and it basically truly was a generator. That's all it really was. It was, you know, most hybrids you can drive off of the hybrid, the, the gas drive chain as well. So, so like if the, if the battery completely crapped out, I think you could still drive it. I think I don't know for a hundred percent though. But you know, because I and I get it, like like because something like like um, in your case, if it's just a commuter car, you you didn't you could even go with something. I mean, it'd be ridic you'd look ridiculous in it. But but the uh, one of the smart cars, the electric smart cars, it would probably be fine. Oh, one of you. the target toys. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the little tight cars. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I hear what you're saying there. I don't think I'd fit in one. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. I drove uh, back when... um. I don't think my balls would fit in one. <laughs> Those things, just um, look, they, they just look, I need some crush area around me. <laughs> right? Yeah. I drove, I did drive um one of the gas ones. Uh, there was a, like, um one of those car rental things where you basically you tap a card onto it and then that starts your running period they were all over downtown columbus uh with a company called cardigo and um so i i got a card and i tried it and i wrote about it too uh that company's gone now but they were initially when they daimler owned it all right daimler chrysler uh now who is now stellantis um but they um all the cars they had were smart cars and then eventually in other areas where they still continued it, they switched them to Mercedes C-Series. I can't remember which one specifically, but now I think they're completely gone. But I drove a smart car a few times. Uh, I drove it all the way down from downtown Columbus to uh, home just to show my son Luke, who, who thought it was just neat. Um, he said I looked like Drew driving it. Uh, <laughs> you know, because... Well, I mean, I'm sitting here in a driver's seat, and I can literally reach over and touch the passenger door. I could probably open it from the driver's seat. <laughs> I'm only 5'10", so <laughs> I fit in it. You know, and I also weighed um, substantially more than I do now. but So I fit in it. it, it I mean, was it the most comfortable car I ever drove? No. Uh, but did it work to get the point yeah, across? That, yeah, that's, that's one of the things is, you know, I'm going to be spending two hours in this car every day. 
or at least three days a week. Well, and then uh, plus where you have to drive to in in Dallas, forget it. Right. If you're driving a tiny car in Dallas, you know you might as well be a kickball. Basically, yeah. If you're on right. I-35. <laughs> what, 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 what's that game that everybody plays where you're you're driving the cars and knocking the the balls into the goals? A Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be the ball in Rocket League. Yeah, the, the Toyota hybrids are good cars, and the technology's been around a long. That's what time. I've heard. Yeah, I've been around a long time. Yeah. Well, my wife had also suggested a hybrid, but I wasn't sure about it. And yeah. Do you charge those as well? Nope. Or nope. no, not at all. I don't know. Well, so, it depends. It depends. They have plug-in so, hybrids, but yeah, but they, yeah. If, if you get just a regular hybrid it's it's got a gasoline engine and you know and it's got an electric motor and the 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 gas engine helps charge the battery there's kinetic charging when you hit the brakes it charges the battery uh when i bought mine in 2012 it was uh they'd already been you know used as taxis the the prius hybrid in new york city for 10 years The first time I went to New York City, I saw them, you know, and they'd been on the road for 10 years at that point. I thought, well, they're being used as taxis in New York. They, you know, they, they're not crap. Uh, right. <laughs> so my, I've been very pleased with mine. Like I said, it's, it's a 2012. It's still going. Okay. Oh. Well, you got I, the I will, I will, And it doesn't we'll have to be a Prius. I mean, I think just about every Toyota car now has a hybrid variety. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know there's one of the um, what's the big SUV? Um, and I think the Highlander. The, I think, yeah, I think the Ford hybrids are like the previous generation of Toyota hybrid technology. And um, you know what they don't sell anymore? But like they don't make any new ones of is small trucks. You cannot get a small truck. Nope. Even your small trucks have extended nope. cabs. Yep. I, it, and it's it's got to do yep. with. Yep. It's a federal guideline that forced them to do that. I, I don't know what it is. You, big, you can't have big, uh, I, small. I, I don't know what the what 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 the loophole is, but they they can't get around it. And well, they're not selling either. That that's the thing is is unless it's a semi luxury vehicle uh, and a truck, it's not selling. Yeah. So it's like like one of the things that that shocked the hell out of me one day. I was driving. Uh, somewhere and i was in a parking lot and i saw a chevy colorado sitting there and across the top it had a um like one of those windshield uh stickers like you'd see it like on a race car or something and it said turbo diesel across the top and i'm like wait a minute they make colorados why? diesels why why and they do okay. and i'm no, like I, why i i could understand why people drove diesels in like the mid zeros because diesel costs less than gas and and, you know you could get slightly better gas mileage but now the price of diesel kind of makes that fucking pointless well see you got the yeah i'm looking at toyota's website they got the 2024 prius prime the 2024 prius and they're sharp looking. I mean, the Priuses are, but the Prius Prime, I think, is plug-in. It's all electric. Well, maybe yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's electric. S E M P G E. 
Yeah. So miles per gallon electric. I liked um, actually. Uh, if you look, there's a there was announcement last week from Chrysler. I think it was Chrysler. Um, one of the Stellantis groups um, where they uh, had some new concept cars, and one of them looked like a uh, like a, the Star Car from uh, the Last Starfighter. Just concept, not actual for available, you know. Yeah, at that point, I'll, you might I'll as well get a DeLorean. <laughs> right. I saw somebody's working on the DeLorean now, too. I'm bringing it out again. Different, though. Not the same thing. Obviously. I was watching something this week. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember if it was animated or, or not, but there was a stretched DeLorean in it. Heck, I might have dreamed it. I don't know. <laughs> I found that it's the Halcyon concept, but that's not the one that I saw. They had another one, too. Speaking of dreams, and this is just, just an aside, not car-related at all. Uh, until I retired, it had probably been 30 35 years probably since I could remember a dream that I had. I the whole time I was working, I if I if I was had a dream, I didn't remember it. But since I've retired, I dream every night and I remember them. It's you you should try having apnea. <laughs> That's a that'll, good. That 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 that'll yeah. be the dreams, buddy. <laughs> oh, you should look up a- apnea vivid dreams. And, okay. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. I tell you, the one weird one that I still get every once in a while is uh, I'll get a dream where I, where I dream about my mom's still alive. Yeah. I have similar ones. I mean, and, she's been <sighs> gone for over eight, for eight years now. You ever get that uh, getting choked out dream when you when the power cuts out in the middle of the night? Fortunately, I haven't had that happen in a while. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because usually when the power goes off, I wake right up. Uh, not me. Because yeah. usually when it goes out in the middle of the night, it's a thunderstorm. Well, hopefully you find something that'll that'll work out for you. Um, you know, I, I think it's too soon for an electric. My, just my opinion. I, you know, there's, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I really, really wanted the uh, standardized battery to come out just to save me in the long run. So I'm not trying to replace a proprietary right. battery that somebody's not making now, anymore in, in six or seven years. Yeah, it's a Betamax VHH VHS stage right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, if I had to pick an electric car right now, I'd go for the Rivian truck myself. Yeah, they, they look good, but I've heard that, I've heard there the, all kind of problems with those. Well, I have too, but 
I, it was either, it, it, I would say either that one or uh, the Hummer EV. That <laughs> that thing's badass, man. It is. There was a seven minute video. Uh, it was it's a Hummer pickup truck. Is what it was, but it. Uh, I, I forgot what Led Zeppelin song it was too, but it was filmed at some salt flat, salt flat. But that thing was amazing. I think they had a three engine model. Was uh, eleven hundred? Yeah, th- th- the three motor. It had a. I- I'll get these numbers wrong. Like eleven hundred and fifty horsepower. Damn. Uh, the torque was they crazy. Cheap. Yeah, the, it was. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Yeah, neither of those, as as I was saying, neither of those are cheap. Neither the Hummer EV or the Rivian, neither of those are cheap. Yeah, Yeah, they sound out of my price range. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The thing I liked liked about the Hummer EV commercial that they did, they did the one where they had the the Hummer uh, Kraven because it had the uh, four-wheel steering. Yeah, that's the one I saw, the, the crab walk, yeah. That was a yep. cool video. Yep, it's it, it's it, it's it's a nice looking truck, but again, nah. that's even, even the ring. I, I just buy the gas powered. I'd buy two of them because I'd wreck one Nissan GTR. <laughs> <laughs> I want a silver. Actually, the thing is, is I want a Silverado because I want to go camping. I want to buy like an, uh, a like a tow behind. And those are like 80, 90 grand right now. Yeah, eventually, eventually, I would like a truck that can tow something and then get a trailer. Like, just an R, you know, hook up an RV to it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. And I don't want a fifth wheel either. I want one that goes on the hitch. Yeah. Yeah. The fifth wheel ones, I, I don't like the idea of having that big old bracket permanently in the in the uh nah, bed because yeah. i like to be able to i want to carry plywood and shit like that too <laughs> yeah i've always had a truck I, I've, never, I've never been without one i some days i do miss my truck yeah yeah i had one of those uh Banana yellow um, railroad trucks nice. with the nice. with the toolboxes on the sides and the back. Yeah, that thing was great. My dad got it for me. I still it's miss like, my, like, my VW Beetle. I mean, my '67 Beetle is still the best car I've ever owned. <laughs> I was going to ask if it was the original one or, or, or the newer one. No, it was a 67. Yeah, it, was, it was a good one. I, I sat in one of the newer ones, and I did not like it at all. No. The thing I didn't like about it is the, the door sill was kind of about mid-shin on me, okay? Because it was like sitting in a big tub. So whenever you went to go get out of it, it boy, it was get that there the time to wrap stuff up just yeah, about was, man i was just thinking did uh you did start the recording didn't you? yeah i did why 
I was just wondering. I got here late. Oh, we had a good show, man. We had a good show. I got an hour and 42 minutes of recording here. So. All right. Dan needs a new car, too. Dan needs a new car soon, too, because that, that, uh, that uh Honda's that Honda Fit's getting tired, ain't it? It is. It is. Still runs, but yeah, we got a twenty ten pilot with two hundred and eight thousand miles on it that's still going. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you guys out. Here are your outros and promos. We'll be back here for the last show in February next week, eh? Yep. All right. Here you go. Yeah. I am short. Oh my god. It's Hacker Public Radio. Hacker Public Radio is a daily podcast by the hacker community for the hacker community. If you're interested in technology, creative thinking, hacking, Linux, or any kind of computer, that kind of stuff, you should listen to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.com. My name is Matt, and I've started a new podcast called LibreQuest. I talk about Linux and general technical topics. To get the show, visit LibreQuest.org. So we can paint anything we want? Anything at all. How about if I paint your fine ass? Mm, yeah, with my tongue brush. Shut up. Just shut up. Daddy has a gun! It's over. You were making egg foo young in the kitchen. I was in the dining room having sushi. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yibida habida. Yeah. How was the birthday? Oh, good. The actual, like, birthday, birthday party kind of stuff is going to be on Saturday. Today was more or less like it's her actual birthday, but things got kind of messed up. Like she was supposed to go to swim tonight, swim practice, and she also had musical rehearsal after school, but they moved the swim practice times and then they canceled the swim practice, which I told her this morning, but she didn't listen to me. So she... (laughs) came home instead of going to re- Matilda rehearsal, so she missed the rehearsal for that, and she didn't have spring pra- swim practice, so she was kind of offset by that, and she didn't have a good day with some of her friends today, and so she was in a, in a bitter mood, and the wife was in a bitter mood, and, uh, you know, just, well, other than that, it was, it was good. It was good. This sounds like my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you get? Did she get cake? Yes, she got cake. Paige brought a cake over. Well, there you go. So she got cake. We got Indian food because that's what she wanted. Because again, like we didn't with with between her rehearsal and, and swim meet and all that stuff, I didn't know what the heck was going on. So anyway, that, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Or cabin reserved, because I'm going to go down Friday night, because my start time is 7.45 in the morning. So, 
Now, how far is that from your house? That's about ninety minutes. So I don't I don't want to wake up and like five in the morning to drive down and then try and hike. <laughs> so. And I got plenty of time to train too. So. Is this like going up a mountain and stuff, or is this just around a, uh, a state park kind of thing? It's well, it's a set. There's a 1700 uh, foot uh, altitude change. Okay. Ooh, that's that's. Okay. So that's there are nice. some hills. Um, trying to get the link to it. Is it uphill both ways? On Sunday, too. No, I'm kidding. It's basically you said it was a circumnavigation. 20 miles and 8 hours? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, if I keep my speed... If I keep the speed that I typically would go on a treadmill, uh, I should finish it well under that. So 3.2 miles or above. Yeah, I can do between 3.2 and 3.5 and not get winded. It's not a run. So. But it's basically circumnav. The Baroque has a lake in the middle of it. Um, and it, I've been there before. We camped there before. Um. So it's basically a, a circumnavigation of that lake. I had to so adjust probably... my settings a bit because my fan's on because it's hot. Yeah. Let's well, start to warm up. Your down system's there. hot or the, it's hot weather wise? It's hot in my garage. Oh. I've also been doing leg day. Ah. Uh, mm. you know, that was a fun day for me. Nicely. It's hot. That Dave Sexy Yates guy. What's he doing over there? There he is. You're not talking, that's for sure. How <laughs> y'all? He had to get that suppository in first. It's back to <laughs> What episode is this, Dave? Uh, 1,040. All right. So uh, if you guys are ready, what I'll do is I'll start start off the show, and then i got to go back up for my daughter's birthday stuff. But I'll probably be down in about an hour or so. Okay. Right. Does that work for you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Hey, was last week Valentine's? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. 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 There we go. All right. Yeah. This is show one thousand forty. 